0: This program contains explicit language and graphic descriptions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Previously, on Warptides...
1: I want to write a letter. Oh. Twos each.
0: There is a... <coughs> at the door. Followed by a... Salina, And the voice is unmistakably the Inquisitor's. You summoned a demon. This is the Axe of Champions. It belonged to a long-dead saint. After you've gone to sleep that evening, you find yourself dreaming. And in that dream, you are standing atop a sizable hill. When you come to yourself, you find that you're standing on that hill with a man. Well, it's certainly good to have some company after all these years.
2: I want to find the Jokero. I'm going to pull out the stub revolver um unlo- right. unloaded and everything
0: and I'm going to present it. What you have done is given your weapon to a jokero weaponsmith. So you have a very nice shiny modified stub revolver.
2: This is now a pistol to be proud of.
0: Since we've been behind the microphone. And we're all a bit tired. The last night was a uh, bit of a wild no. time for some of us. No. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. So we might we might sound a little out of it today. But we're going to soldier on regardless. Because we have a story to tell. And servants of the Emperor never rest on the job. As long as there's recalf, And our supervisors can be convinced to like, you know. Go check inventory for a few seconds while we catch 40 wings. <laughs> oh man they say like... heresy grows from idleness well they've clearly never been hung over so you know what <laughs> can sit on it
1: my heresy comes naturally thank you very much
0: mm, there you go maybe no we've already made a maybe it's Maybelline joke darn it missed opportunity alright alright so it's been just about a month since you guys performed the sting on Acacia So, it's been a little longer than it has been for your previous assignments. You've had to wait a lot longer to hear back from the staff and the rest of the, like, people in government. But, eventually, you are all called back down to the vice office, so you go in, have a seat, and she's waiting for you rather expectantly. And when you walk in, she says, Oh, excellent. Well, first, I want to thank you and congratulate you for your work on Acacia. That got a bit complicated when our Xenos friends got involved, but all things considered, I'd say it worked out fairly well. And even better, our friend Mr. Glypto has been very cooperative in terms of giving us information vis-a-vis the butchers and their operations and pirate activity in the sector in general, and we've stumbled across a very interesting piece of information that we're going to exploit shortly. The pirate gangs have been a bit restless of late and a meeting has been called to try and calm the warp tides, as it were. And it just so happens that the butchers are hosting this particular get-together and that their leader, Iron-Eye Drake, will be the one giving the keynote speech. This is obviously an opportunity we cannot afford to miss, and if we manage to dispatch of the leader of the single most powerful pirate gang in the entire subsector, it should destabilize the gangs enough that our local law enforcement and the Imperial Navy should be able to curtail the worst of their efforts. So to that end, we're sending you all out on what should be the last assignment of this endeavor, and if it all goes according to plan, will have scored a major victory against the pirates and criminals of subsector helion so
1: wait wh- wait wait is this like sneaky snipey kill one guy or are we just the whole meeting
0: just one now
1: what happens if we just the whole meeting
0: she frowns and shuffles some papers well, I suppose more dead pirates isn't a bad thing, but we would prefer to keep this as subdued as
2: possible.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, of course.
2: Mordecai gives you a light tap on the shoulder, Silena. No she'll emotion.
1: Kinda, she'll kind of look at you and, like, do that kind of stretched-mouth shrug mm-hmm. and whisper very quietly. Stabilize, destroy, and then just kind of knit her fingers together.
2: When you, if you look down, you can see behind his back there's a thumbs up.
3: <laughs> uh, Petra will look over to the Viceroy, contemplative look on her face. So, you are sending us on an assassination mission for one individual. I will state at the moment. Unfortunately, our prior, prior efforts have not exactly been subtle.
0: <laughs> the Viceroy uh, 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 uh. wraps her knuckles on her desk, like, quietly, sort of in a, that nonchalant, I'm thinking to myself way, and says, I understand, but luckily for you, the assassination is actually out of your hands. You're going as, well, a distraction. I pulled some strings. Mm, Well, she she frowns and before she continues,
1: Selena puts up hand. She goes, "I'm I'm sorry. I don't have sneaky, tactical, psychic fire." If I may. Oh yeah, sure.
0: As I was saying, I've put out a message and made a few requests and pulled a few strings and I managed to gain authorization. ...to deploy an agent of the Officio Assassinorum on this mission. They'll be overseeing the operation, and the three of you will be assisting them. You'll be going into this meeting undercover, and beyond that I'm not entirely sure what your objectives are. The agent was put in place weeks ago, and has been working very hard to get themselves into position to perform the assassination... And only recently did we get their coded communique via astropath with the instructions for the assassination itself. She reaches underneath her desk and pulls out an envelope sealed with wax and hands it over. Who? Which of you is going to pick it up?
3: Uh, Petra will go ahead and pick it up.
0: Okay. So, you pick it up. It, see, it has a very unique seal on it. You don't recognize it. Silene doesn't recognize it. Mordecai, because you have infused knowledge... Recognize it immediately as the seal of the Officio Assassinorum, so it's definitely an official seal. The the Viceroy continues. You'll be going in undercover as members of a group that we recently apprehended. We've managed to pretty much arrest the entire gang, so none of them are going to be getting out any urgent messages to their fellow pirates. You'll be dressed in their garb, and... Miss Arsos, at least, will be given an assumed name in case anyone asks any probing questions. Now, I also need to caution you that I understand subtlety has been difficult up to this point, but some more stringent measures have had to be taken to ensure that this is a quiet operation, so I regret to inform you that we will be divesting you of your equipment for this.
3: What? Petra actually, like, visibly stiffens and kind of... Puffs up a bit. Mm
0: -hmm. You will have to issue your standard gear. You'll be given garb that we've obtained from various members of this now defunct gang. And any standard issue equipment that we can bring to you from our armory, you're welcome to. Stub pistols, maybe a last pistol or two. But beyond that, you'll need to try to keep a low profile until you've completed whatever task it is, the assassin is set for you.
2: Mordecai instantly gestures to his uh, Mordecai uses his robot hand and gestures to his robot mechadendrite, which is currently kind of quivering at the moment.
3: And Petra just kind of stares with a tilted head. (laughs) Stares very intently at the Viceroy, and she has to take a deep breath Ma'am, I, I am, am hugging my purple gun. Ma'am, <laughs> I admit I am confused as to why we would be the ones assigned to this mission if we would not be fully equipped and prepared, and why it would not be better assigned to someone else who already is only restricted to standard gear.
1: How distracting she... are we being?
0: She massages her temple nervously. I'm
1: distracting in non standard gear?
0: I. She And raises her hands. I understand it's unorthodox, but the fact of the matter is, you're the only individuals who are well-trained enough to undertake this mission. The only ones familiar with the parameters of this particular operation. And, well, more to the point, your Inquisitor insisted.
3: Aww.
2: Of course he did.
3: I, I admit I am confused as to why he is... Assigning a stealth, not a, no, a non stealth group of individuals. Because on this the mission. quiz
1: likes to test us and make us show our skills and do new things, believe me.
3: The Viceroy actually
0: <laughs> nods as you say that. That's really the best answer I can give. You're the only ones he technically classifies as acolytes, the rest of his retinue is savants, scribes the odd tech priest or two, but none of them are specially trained as you three are. But
1: Don't worry, guys. I'll yell at him next time I see him.
0: <laughs> I, I, I would like to stress that while you're going to be under a lot of very difficult strictures while this is going on, I think it's only fair for you to give the assassin her due. Uh, members of the Officio Assassinorum plan their Operations very very efficiently. So I would reserve judgment until you read your actual orders.
1: No, no, I wouldn't dream of you know questioning some badass assassin. I will question my inquisitor.
0: Well, <laughs> that's something for you to take up with him. Uh, the last I will. thing. The last thing I can tell you, outside of what the assassin's orders are, is that in order to get to this summit or whatever it is, you're going to. Touchdown, in the starport, wait for a few minutes, and then you'll be met by representatives from the associated clans and brought to the location in secret. And that the assassin will likely have more information for you when you arrive. Okay. Uh,
3: Question. The envelope that Petra took was that with the intent of her opening and reading this now or opening and reading it privately to get proper orders That's
0: up to you. Okay. I mean like the implication could be interpreted as privately cuz it's inquisitorial business and now assassinorum business but really it's your discretion. You're an acolyte of the Inquisition. You can do whatever you want.
3: Okay. She'll hold Except on to it. Except say no to this. Yep. Yeah. She'll hold on to it for the second for the moment but once they get out of the office she's definitely gonna gesture to the others to read it all together
0: drop me notes sorry okay sounds good and with that the viceroy seems to be wrapping up what she was saying well
3: uh, any
2: (sighs) pressing questions
3: Not for here. None that
2: haven't already been answered.
3: Will there be a way for me to have another method of defending myself if things do not go to plan, as they have a habit of doing?
0: Oh, absolutely. Just because you can't take your signature gear doesn't mean you can't take weapons. Just make sure they're not something that stands out. You three, she looks at you in, in turn tend to stand out, and she points a finger at Mordecai. And yes, Mr. Talisi and I understand that you have a very unique appearance. I'm not going to ask you to divest yourself of any of your cybernetics. Just maybe consider a change of robe. Well, then again, she holds up a hand. You'll see when you see these uniforms we've acquired from the, uh, the apprehended gang.
1: Silena nudges Mordecai and is like, Hey, we could get a sheet and cut out three holes.
3: <laughs> well, he just
2: she... silently looks over and glares at Silena. Well, as close to a glare as you might have guessed, and then just looks back up.
3: Yeah, and when she <laughs> meant when the viceroy had mentioned like obvious weapons, Petra had just kind of like tilted her head back a little bit to at the now two battle axes on her back, like crossed. N- like cross different directions, and yeah, that those aren't subtle. If it helps, all of my weapons are purple. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, like as they start walking out of the door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Um, what color scheme does this arrested pirate gang have?
0: Uh, I believe the main color is orange with an yellowish ochre highlight. They have a bit of a fire motif going on.
3: Silena? It's, you'll
0: see. It's a patch they wear on their jackets.
1: Silena's face goes from curious, it just devolves into horrid, unabashed disgust. As she then just slowly turns, giving a half hearted wave, and just walks out of the door. Mordecai oh chuckles.
2: M- Mordecai chuckles coldly and mechanically.
3: Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) Petra will follow after the two of them And once I get out of the office She will actually gesture to the others To follow her to like a little more secluded area Without much traffic And she'll wait until the others get there And then she'll go ahead and open up the letter And begin quietly reading it out loud to everyone Petra opens the letter And reads what it says to the other two Instructions located between platforms 9 and 10. Even the blind can see the truth. She has a bit of a puzzled look on her face for a moment, and then an eye roll when she remembers there's certain parts of the Imperium and the Inquis- Inquisition she's worked with that are more obtuse than really necessary.
1: Yeah, now so there it are doesn't. Riddles? Now there's riddles and orange and not weapons? Why?
0: Because the emperor hates you.
2: <laughs> Actually, Anton, can I do a quick logic test to see if uh, I might have an idea of what it's talking about?
0: Um,
1: well, I mean, I can do it now. Like it's literally just here's where another secret note is hidden, or
3: wherever your next clue is hidden. I figure we might as well head to the location first.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say not yet because there's nothing presently available to you that would give you the answer you need. So not yet. Okay. But keep that in mind. All right, so is there anything you guys want to take care of before you leave? You'll be leaving, as usual, pr- within the next 24 hours.
3: Uh, will we get to decide what kind of quote-unquote standard gear we get to use, or are we going to be assigned the shit we have?
0: I'll let you guys decide. My only my only real, real rule for this, I'm going to keep it really rules-light, is just... Don't ask for anything too absurd. Hell
2: I gun? have a shotgun.
0: Like you have one, or you want one?
2: I have a shotgun. That'll work. I also have a hell pistol. I also have a stub revolver that just happens to look really cool.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: Well, it's
2: it's pretty good.
1: Can I get a non-purple hell gun?
0: Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna say no because a hell gun requires a huge backpack power supply, and someone walking into that kind of meeting with a hell gun is gonna raise a lot of alarms. You want Fine. a hell pistol?
1: Well, it's, it he's... would still take the it would still take the, the,
0: the backpack thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm giving. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just giving a shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, my bad. Non
3: non purple las pistol. Okay. Uh, what is the most powerful melee weapon Petra can bring with her that won't be an issue?
0: Uh, There's plenty of chain options and a couple simple weapon options. So the options available for Petra, I would say, are probably a chain blade, sword, or chain axe, which might seem a little on the heavy side, but won't really raise any eyebrows. And then any number of low tech style weapons, whether it's a uh, sword or a spear or like a club, anything that. You know, your average street tough might carry. This gang that you're that you're imitating is not a very well known one, nor a very well funded one. That's why they were all arrested.
3: Okay.
2: Um, Anton, uh, is there a way Mordecai can fashion some sort of a concealed holster?
0: Yes. Um trying to think what that would be like something For along it sounds like something
2: a pistol specifically yeah
0: it sounds like something sounds like something along the lines of like trade armor actually a concealed holster might actually be an item you can just pick up Mm-hmm. yeah it is a concealed holster is
2: like a thing you can just have because that's straight up what i'm gonna do with it's, my stub revolver
0: i'll give it to you it's average availability so it's not exactly very hard to get a hold of so if you want one you can just have one
2: yeah Uh, that's, that's what I'm gonna do with the stub revolver. Shotgun can be slung over my back, but... Okay, yep, that sounds good. How about web grenades? Am I keeping those? Uh, if you have them on you? Yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: they're, yeah, I've had them since the beginning of the game. Yeah, those are reasonable. Like, if maybe, maybe your group does mercenary work or hunts bounty heads, like, a, a web grenade is not gonna raise any eyebrows
2: either. Yeah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Sweet... Yeah, I think everything else should be fine.
1: Uh, Laz pistols are fired one-handed, yes? Yes, they are. Okay. Just figuring out what I can and can't carry. Mm -hmm. I am probably carrying the multi-key because that is the only stealth-related anything I have.
0: Yeah, makes sense.
1: I'm guessing I can't bring my hover disc.
0: No, that would, uh, would preclude subtlety somewhat
1: but I like being
3: ostentatious. <laughs> it is
0: very you, that's for sure.
3: Will Petra be able to wear equivalent strength armor, or is she going to have to downgrade?
0: Yeah, you could probably wear about the same armor, unless is your... What, how, what quality is the carapace you usually use? Do we know? Is it, like, good or best?
3: Uh, it has rank 5 armor class.
0: And you have Enforcer Light Carapace?
3: I think so. Yeah, yeah Enforcer okay, Light Okay, so carapace. I
0: think that's best craftsmanship if I recall correctly, because Enforcer... Lo- no. no. I mean, enfor- we could just
1: hide it underneath some of this, you know, horrible orange nonsense.
0: Well, hold on.
2: Um...
1: Also, did you sp- pick a contrasting color just to spite me?
0: No. S- sounds you'll, about right. You'll, hang
1: on, wait till I <laughs> describe
0: the outfits. Um, so for the purposes of disguising yourselves, I would say the best you can do is probably... A a flak vest hidden underneath oh. the uh, outfit you're gonna wear.
1: Are we not so, supposed to be wearing armor?
0: No, nah, you guys are gonna put on these disguises. Like the best you can do is wear like easily concealed, like thin armor underneath your the clothes you're gonna wear. Naturally. good thing
1: I just got a bunch of defensive powers.
3: Good thing I bought up Petra's toughness, Jeebus. <laughs>
0: Well, if all, hey, if all goes if all goes according to plan, you shouldn't have to fight anybody at all.
3: It's
1: not going to. We know It's this.
2: never going to.
1: <laughs> Anton, that's never gonna happen.
2: Faith. Faith in the Emperor, my children.
1: You know what I put my faith in? You have
2: (laughs) two atheists on the team. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) You You have two atheists on the
1: team. I put my faith in the fact that I just bought three more damaging powers.
2: See,
1: there you go. And Well, I guess two damaging powers. (laughs)
3: Meanwhile, Petra is just, on this mission, forced to be a shittier version of what she can do already. (laughs) You can't disarm me, I'm psychic. Well, you can. You have to have null. Okay.
0: (laughs) seriously though so uh, in in all seriousness that's that so everyone everyone satisfied any anything more people want do we know what we're gonna give Petra as a melee weapon
1: probably the we all well I guess I can't speak for Mordecai but I at least definitely need the flak vest thing but that only gives protection to like body and arms right
0: nope just the body Alternatively, you could wear a flak cloak. I have a flak cloak, so... Like, I mean, you drape it around yourself. No one's going to really think anything too much of you if if you have something like that on over your other clothes, because you're around pirates. Everyone's going to be either concealing a weapon or wearing something like that.
1: So what's the armor rating for that?
0: That's armor rating 3, same as the vest, but it covers your arms, body, and legs.
1: Okay, so we're just going to put that in parentheses over here, because... ho oh dang. So, I've at least got the flak vest and a LAS
3: pistol. Okay.
0: Okay. Alright,
3: Petra's, I, I guess, is going to wear a flak cloak, because... Uh... She does not like
1: this. It's okay, we're acting like the Inquisition. We can whine and they can't do anything about it. Mm hmm.
2: True. It's very true.
0: Which, which is I intend exactly to take full advantage of. <laughs> Alright, and then for Petra, like, what, what would she like to replace her normal chain axe with?
3: I'm just trying to figure out what she could even get that wouldn't be a severe downgrade from what she has. I mean, you could just have a regular chain axe.
1: Yeah. That I mean, yeah. It's not going to. Bear be
0: the in closest? mind also that a lot of the. Oh, go on. Sorry.
1: It's just that. Isn't that just going to be the closest?
0: It'll be. It'll be a little. Little less damage, but I mean, the other thing about that too is that a lot of damage from melee comes from the user's strength, not just the weapon. So. Petra on her own does not need the Puritan's Wrath or her new axe to do a lot of damage, especially against normal targets, so...
3: Well, she already has her normal chain sword, which she can probably bring. I figure she'll swap out her usual axes for one normal chain axe. Okay. Sounds good. Even though she really hates doing that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. No, I mean... It's, I, I know I know. this isn't exactly a popular decision, but as I said before, this is the mission you're being assigned, so this is just where the dice fell. Some days the Emperor is with you, some days he is. Some days he is not, so it's just the way things are.
1: You have two hereticals on your team!
0: Yes! I know! <laughs> hey, there's, it's half and half. We ha- There's you two, and then there's Petra and the Inquisitor. It balances out.
2: Son of a bitch.
1: What are you talking, <laughs> All right.
2: Mordecai? My pistol, my shotgun, uh, I guess of another flat cloak,
1: um, and then... Well, you can't uh, take
2: one over
0: your regular flat cloak. If
1: you have no, a flat no, cloak on... Oh, wait, no, never mind. I was going to say,
2: I wear a flat cloak. Yeah, you do. I like, just okay, uh, realized. Basically, my stats aren't changing. Everything just looks... Different, except I am concealing my stub revolver.
0: Yeah, okay. Makes sense.
2: Yeah, and I've got a shotgun slung over my back. And gotcha. there's a ballistic mechadendrite that I literally cannot remove. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, and
0: that's that's, just, an, that's unacceptable. That's, you know, that's just how it is. Just tuck it i And in. I'm, I'm taking that Rosarius. I'm keeping
2: it hidden, but... That's a good I'm, move. I'm taking it with me. Yeah.
1: And oh, yeah.
3: You know. Meanwhile, Petra is downgraded on everything she has. Uh,
1: <sighs> the multi key is coming with me, uh, along with the Psy Focus, and. Of I'm actually gonna hide the crystal pieces from the changeling on okay. my person. Okay.
0: okay. This is Interesting. It's an
1: insurance policy.
0: Sounds good. Because
1: if stuff gets real bad, we have plan X.
0: Right, plan X.
1: Oh, On the one hand, there's a sneaky assassination attempt. On the other
3: hand, plan X. Petra doesn't know what plan X is, and I don't think she wants to know.
0: Well, you might find out.
3: (laughs) Hopefully not. Ideally not, but just in case. All right, got everything we need. I'm good.
1: Mm-hmm. All
2: right.
0: All righty, then.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this uh, is
2: going to suck. Okay.
0: Guess, yes. So after you guys have got all of your equipment sorted, you board the vessel that is leaving Star Fortress Alhambra and taking you to the Hive World of Orpheus, where this meeting is going to take place. It's what are we only th- I, I'm getting to that. Hold oh, okay. on. It, and it's only a few days' travel away, so you have a little bit of time to get settled into your berths and get prepared. The disguises you've been given are different. They're not what you're used to seeing. You're used to seeing robes and tunics and jerkins and very elegant tailcoats and what have you. These, co- these uniforms consist of a white undershirt made of a really simple fabric a jacket made of some kind of animal hide that you can't quite identify that's black, uh, uh, with a patch on the breast that is a small little plume of flame and in a giant patch on the back of it that is someone else wearing this jacket and trousers combination you're wearing on a, a single-man transport to transportation vehicle <laughs> with
2: a pair of wheels... And a single headlight on the front. We're a Locketing biker, space Dude, Re- I have archaeotech, if that counts. Uh, like, yes, it's, it's a motorcycle. It's you a motorcycle, goddammit. They don't really
0: exist anymore. Or if you see them, they're usually on really backwater, like, frontier worlds where they haven't got advanced technology. It's a gentleman riding a motorcycle with flames trailing behind it through space. And it says <laughs> underneath in flaming letters, the Void Riders. <laughs> the accompanying I trousers die. are blue and made of a very sturdy fabric that none of you have seen before. I probably have.
3: What? God damn it, Anton! <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're they, these all come with boots as well. Black
3: boots.
1: I die in fiction. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you can't stress as a goddamn motorcycle game.
1: Damn it! <laughs> Silena, oh. Silena touches this these denim monstrosities and just dies. She's hey,
0: dead. hey, 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 on the plus side, they weren't actually orange.
2: Uh, that's fair. We're, instead, fair. It's, instead we just look yeah. like Harley Davidson rip-offs.
0: There you go. That's the spirit. <laughs> We're <laughs> wearing...
2: God We're damn it, Anton. the movie
0: Grease. <laughs> yes. There you go. So before too long, you guys make Planetfall at Orpheus. You're delivered to the local shuttle port, and left to your own devices. What are you going to do?
3: Petra is going to look for the location that was mentioned in the note.
2: I'm going to look with her.
1: While following behind them, I'm going to be trying my hardest to get all of my hair over on the left side of me with a bunch of it, like, spiked up. If you're (laughs) doing this, we have to be doing this. Her, her hair's only, like, jaw length. So if she can get it over and then just kinda, kinda up. Nice. Also, can, I I like, before... can I, like, rub, like, if we're walking past stuff, like, machinery, your machinery. I'm gonna get some of the grease off of his robot parts out of my hands and use it to just, just spike it's,
2: up part <laughs> of my hair. It's there. There's a also, lot of it.
3: You're greasy. I figure you're Petra's... greasy. And
2: I smell like metal.
3: I figure Petra's jacket is actually. Like, it fits, but you can tell it's straining a little on her upper arms. Like, it's a little tight.
2: I figured out how to (laughs) make it. Bow! Bam!
1: (laughs) One, you need to flex out of that at some point. Two, after, like, getting all the hair over onto the left and spiking up the right side of it, I'm going to take. I have only brought. One vial of glitter, and it is purple in order to save me. I'm going to take some of it and just flick it at the grease in my hair so it will (laughs) cling to it a bit so I can survive this.
2: Yes. Yes, all of this.
0: All right. So yeah, you guys get to, between platforms 9 and 10, they have their incoming and outgoing shuttles going to and from different passenger liners or to different cargo ships, there's people going to and fro. There's some benches to sit on. It's crowded. It's smoky. It's greasy. It's just everything you would expect from an average spaceport. It's full okay. of people. You, okay. What, the one thing you... So the only like, actual intel you have from the Viceroy side of things is that... Now that you've made it, you can expect the people from... The, this this pirate get-together to meet you within about mm, an hour from now. So you have about an hour to find whatever this is, find the instructions, and then just stand by until they come to get you. Yep. So yeah, I'm we're... gonna
1: go kind of between these two platforms, just kind of in the middle we're of everybody's way. We're all
2: doing that. We're literally
1: and all I'm doing gonna... that. And I'm gonna close my eyes. Okay. With in an attempt to listen or smell or whatever, based on the hint this person gave us, unless they're just not creative with their hints. Hmm.
0: That's up to you to find out. Any mm-hmm. what exactly? So you're doing that? Okay. Any anyone else doing anything?
3: Uh, I'm going to do an awareness check, or perception, whichever one I'd be rolling.
0: Um, in this case, it would be more likely be scrutiny for those people actually making a test here. Yo. Alright.
1: I mean, I'll try, I'm untrained.
0: Okay. Uh, Let's see. What's
1: the
3: penalty for untrained again on minus, minus 20. Okay.
2: So I'm I'm looking at forty unless there's any extra bonuses, Anton. Um, oh, um, augur ray.
0: Hmm, that applies to awareness tests, I believe.
2: That's fair. Never mind. Um, yeah. So I'm looking at forty. I made it. Holy shit! Right. Okay.
3: I will go ahead and just go ahead and roll even untrained. Okay,
2: sounds good. I did I did not make it.
3: Did not
1: make it. I rolled a sixteen out of twenty two.
2: I rolled an eighty-two out of forty.
3: I rolled a seventy-one out <clears> of <throat> twenty-five because Jeez. of penalty.
0: Ouch! All right, so you're all just kind of peering around, but Silena notices that when you look up at the toward the ceiling, these platforms are obviously separated from each other, and they're separated by uh, walls, and more specifically, walls with pillars. And at the tops of these pillars, there are busts of the Aquila, the double-headed eagle. And one of those busts is missing one of its heads.
2: (laughs) That's just busted. That's funny. Uh, What did the the, uh, little couplet say again?
0: Even the blind can see the truth.
2: Okay. Even the blind can see the truth. More information located between platforms nine and ten.
3: Uh does Silena relate the information about the Aquila statues? Yeah. Okay.
2: Since uh, I'm as oh go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Since I am assuming that this has something to do with um with uh the Aquila but that I am completely unaware of because it is Warhammer. Mm. Uh, is now a time when I can use that logic thing?
0: You go right ahead.
2: Okay. Yay. That is... I am trying to beat 50 here. Okay. That's fucking 60.
0: Aww. God damn it. <laughs> uh,
3: can Petra also make a logic test? Yes. Anyone who
0: anyone who has logic can go right ahead and make a test.
3: Okay. This one is 45 at least, kinds I am actually trained. Is it still a minus 20? Dang it.
0: If you're you're not trained in uh, logic, yeah.
3: I'm not. Whatever. Let's
1: give it a shot. I didn't make it either.
0: All right. Nothing's coming to you right now. Y'all can make the test again. Thank you.
1: I didn't make it. That's
2: better. 27 out of 50. I made it.
3: uh, When my dice fell
2: down, I'm going to
0: fucking... No, go for it. That's fair.
3: There we go. 24. Okay, so out then, of 45.
0: Okay, and you got what again, Lucas? 27 out of 50. So yeah, both of you, it doesn't take long for you to go, oh, it it's a really simplistic and not very clever metaphor or simile. Or, you know, it's missing a head. It, it obviously can't see with that head. So this whatever this is probably has something to do with the pillar over there where that busted Aquila is.
1: I mean, what uh, direction I mean, like, is the busted head pointed for?
2: none the neck is the neck kind of just stops halfway uh, up okay okay so anton maybe i'm missing something here when yes. we look at that pillar there's not like a note posted or some shady figure standing right next to it is there no because okay okay so we'll walk over to the pillar and um start looking at it okay when so you I get close yeah oh. yeah so when you I, get close yeah <laughs> sorry you're good so what? So what were you gonna do? I I just assumed that's uh, that was a part of our scrutiny test. But eh. oh, okay. So when you when you get close to it, your auger array
0: picks up pretty quickly that there, there's a hollow portion of the pillar at about chest level. Oh, nice! <laughs> well,
2: you don't have to know. You don't have to punch through it. No, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not punching through it. I, I would love to. Oh, there it is. Wham! Uh, no. Just kind of feel at it and see if I can push it in.
0: A small portion of of it, like, yeah, sinks inward. All right. What do I find? You find another note. This one bound with twine.
2: Motherfuck. All right. Want to type it into the chat? Um, Actually, you know what? Fuck it. No, I'll hand it off to Petra.
3: Target to give speech circumstances ideal for elimination. Disable shield generator to enable clear line of fire. Waylay target to keep him in place for shot. Hover buggy hidden on site for exfil. Come have a snack with me.
0: And it's signed at the end in High Gothic. Now, which of you can can read High Gothic? I believe Petra and Mordecai? Petra can. No. Okay. So Petra's the only one who can read it. Uh... In, in high gothic numerals beneath the words is the number three, uh, 357.
3: Petra kind of tilts her head at that and like after a pause relays the numbers. The, boring name? It's in high gothic however, which is strange considering the rest of the note was not. That's an entitled boring name
2: uh anton yes uh i have infused knowledge does the uh ordo or whatever the fuck the assassins (laughs) does the assassins creed uh (laughs) do, do they do they tend to go by numbers instead of actual names uh that you wouldn't know that falls under the purview of forbidden lore
0: Oh, okay. That would be forbidden Laura Fissio Assassinorum. You know that the Assassinorum exists, exists? Okay. and that it's scary as hell, but you don't know their that's, their specific like
2: That's okay. Works. That's yeah. Alright. Well Hmm.
0: Interesting.
1: Okay. So what, the...
0: really Really quick, there's one more thing and then I'm done. Included along with that note folded inside of it is a what looks like a blueprint. It's a blueprint for what looks like an amphitheater. It's got rows like rows of seats and a stage and then a backstage. And it's all pretty small. It's, you know, contained within a couple square yards, but immediately backstage, a small area has been marked with a red X. It's I an thought. area that can be accessed that it looks like from a doorway that is upstage right
2: of the stage itself perfect looks like that's where we'll be going
1: well, i would imagine that the
2: shield generators around that area
1: is it that or is it is there is that where you know snack time is just hold on so we gotta break the shield thing and we also have to make sure the dude stays there longer what is there going to be a question and answer portion of this hangout
2: We just have to disable it while he is speaking.
1: Oh. Okay, then why are we having snacks? Uh,
2: I have no idea.
3: Are we eating dead guy brains? What's up? (laughs) Would we potentially be meeting up at a refreshments or food table at the party? I'm not sure. Uh, Yes. How much party versus how much speech? I cannot say, unfortunately.
2: Let's let us make our way to this amphitheater. We'll figure
1: it out. Well, I mean, they're supposed to come find us because it's a secret amphitheater. So we have to get totally kidnapped to the secret amphitheater.
2: Uh, of course. Then we shall make our way back to the docks and wait.
1: I'm adding this to the list of things I'm going to yell at the quiz about.
2: You do that. I will watch and laugh.
3: Alright, while they're waiting, Petra's actually going to take, like, the upper part of the leather jacket and cut the sleeves so she can actually move in them, since leather is not very flexible.
0: It's really not. It's it's also really uncomfortable in this cramped. Uh, did you just board. turn it
3: into a leather vest? Pretty much, yeah. Kay. Nice. She Very she nice. technically still has the flat cloak over everything. She was just like, okay, nope. What
0: well, did you did you take a flat cloak or a flat vest? There's a difference.
3: Well, you, I said flat cloak because that was the one that. Oh,
0: okay, you, yeah. yeah. I just just wanted to
3: make sure. It's a yeah. matter
0: matter of being of being careful.
3: Yeah, she's wearing okay. okay. a, a cloak because she doesn't want to lose vest. an arm or a leg. No, that's fair.
0: That's fair. I just 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 double checking for to to be sure. Alright, so you guys wait for about an hour or so, and eventually two shady looking figures in cloaks approach you and note taking note of your garb, walk up and say Well, one of them says You three from the Void Riders?
3: What does it look Mordecai- like to you?
0: Mordecai
2: just nods.
1: Silena stands up and turns around and, like, jerks the, the lapel of the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> like, looking at them over her right shoulder so all the, like, spiked hair with the glitter is facing them. With the most entitled 16-year-old look she can get.
0: Yeah, they take that as, as a yes. The one who was talking stepped, like, they, they both step forward and they both produce blindfolds. All right, just come with us and they're... We'll get you where you need to go as quickly as possible. Just don't of try course. any funny stuff, yeah?
2: Of course. Good. So, they... <laughs> uh, Anton, as they put the blindfold over my three eyes, I am keeping the Algaray, <laughs> Algaray going.
0: I mean, yeah, naturally.
2: <laughs> they So, yeah, they
0: march you all out of the station and toward the exit into the hive itself, And as you exit the station, you see the spires towering away above you. You can barely make out the thinnest sliver of sky between the many different walkways or causeways and the huge towering spires of the hive itself. And once you've exited, they blindfold you each and just start walking you. Mordecai can tell that they walk you for a few meters down a street and then kind of turn you around a couple of times before they bring you to an alleyway and pile you into some sort of vehicle. And you're driving for a little bit on the ground, but before long you begin to ascend, and that ascent lasts a long time. You're in flight for about 30 minutes.
2: Anton... I'd be able, just so just so we're clear, um, I'd be able to, or Mordecai would be able to uh, get an idea, at least until they fly, an idea of uh, a route back, right?
0: Kind of. That would come down to a uh, navigate surface test, like being yeah. good at tracking oh, yeah. your surroundings and like knowing how to get places. So if you wanted to make that test, I'd be willing to give you like... Maybe Mordecai compiled a a slip a slapdash sort of like memorization of how things looked, but if you don't if you're not any good at tracking things via land,
2: it's it's not exactly s- going to be easy. I will gladly still make the test just in case. You can go right ahead. See, so yeah, yeah, so I just yes against a that's a minus twenty for me automatically. Yep, uh, and oh. it's against intelligence. Great, that's a thirty. I'm trying to beat. Yep. Okay. That's a 51, so nope. All right, no, that's cool. Yeah. And not only is
0: it is it a hive, but it's an unfamiliar hive, and you're now airborne. So after you've flown for about half an hour, and the auger, for most of it, is not picking up any mm-hmm. anything at all. Like, you're in the sky. Like, you'll get the occasional ping off of a, a hive spire passing by. You touch down, and you're shepherded out of the car, and are unblindfolded, and you see that you are several miles up like you're up at the top of you are up at the top of one of the highest spires in the hive able to see for miles around you surrounded by pretty much open sky and you know the occasional other spire far like a ways in the distance or maybe just like a few few yards away in the other direction but, but even the closest one is, like, half a football field. And you're standing in front of an amphitheater. It's made of dark stone that's crumbling and pitted. The gargoyles that used to adorn it are falling apart. There's a scrap heap out front next to the main entrance. And a very cold, wet wind is blowing across the this precipice. Did this
1: fence stand at all?
0: Yeah, there or was a wall... You-
1: Aww. There's
0: a wall around it. There's a big stone wall.
1: Aww. I was hoping I could assail somebody off it.
0: <laughs> I mean, outside That's of possible. it, there really isn't There isn't a whole lot of room to walk around. Clearly, people have had to come up here in small groups because this landing area is only a few square yards. It's big enough to, have to maybe have a couple of cars on and people to mill around on, but it's not something that you could just have lots of people come down at once. So, it's a pretty small space. You guys are led inside this amphitheater, and it's built pretty much just like the blueprint said it would be. There's a stage in front of you. It's a big old fashioned stage. There's lots of stone benches with no backs lining the center court, and you are surrounded by pirates. Of There's course. a lot of very flashy clothes on display, a lot of very dangerous looking weapons, a lot of augmentics, and weird hairstyles and tattoos. The place is just swarming with people. Like, and it's, it's a sea of chaos. So, cyberpunk. Uh, <laughs> yep.
1: I all I did the, the hair for a reason.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I should, there's uh, one last thing I should mention. Who here has scrutiny? Like Mordecai, right? Two. Yep. Okay. And is he the only one? Or no? Wait. Scrutiny has. I have one. Yeah. Okay. Well, be training it. That's all that matters. Yeah. Then yeah, you'll notice this. So, the spire nearest you, which is off to the west, so your left as you're going into this place, it's still pretty friggin' far away. Like. You, it would take probably about five to ten minutes in the hover car you just came in to get there, but you do notice that over toward the top of that spire is a big billboard that is itself kind of falling apart, but it has the image of a very happy gentleman eating some kind of confection out of a bag.
1: Hmm. Oh, that's our escape route. Or where where our assassin is. Great.
0: So, I figure, Dude, your sc- I figure your perception's high enough to notice that, since what you're training a, scrutiny.
1: What kind of a rifle?
2: Better than we have.
1: He d- or she didn't have to give up and take standard gear. Right. I want to be half a mile away with my non-standard gear.
0: <clears throat> anyway, so you're in there. Things are kind of just, yeah, people are milling about. Clearly this meeting hasn't started yet, and they're waiting for it to. You can see pretty clearly that doorway that goes backstage to where you assume a shield generator is, and it's guarded by two men armed with combat shotguns. In your immediate area, there are three people who are kind of, like, close to you, and they are a gentleman in a red tailcoat and fall front trousers with gold teeth, a woman in a very elaborate blue gown with an open back to, to expose her incredibly large tattoo, and a gentleman a little older with some augmented fingers and a strange, scaly-looking monkey-like thing sitting on his shoulder. He's wearing a very plain sort of grayish-white shirt, black vest, and then black trousers, and they are just kind of like the ones closest to you in this sea of people.
2: Anton, was that door that's being guarded the only way backstage? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh,
1: the backstage does not also have the open top like the rest of this place does.
0: No, it is, con- it is
2: contained, like there is a ceiling to it. It's not very big.
1: Gross. So...
2: If someone could create a distraction to pull those guards away, I can sneak back and disable the machine.
1: Okay.
3: Distraction that can't... Distraction that can't be directly traced back to us. That's fine. I might be able to do
1: that.
2: Remember, we're not the ones being... We're not the ones committing the... Deal here. Whatever we do, it doesn't matter.
1: So, Anton... Yes? I'd, I'd like to look around a bit. Okay. I'd like to find any place, you said that there's some of those, some of these pirates are really big, heavily armed, things like that. I'd like to find a place ideally within just like a hundred meters of me. Okay. Where it looks like there are two different groups of very rough, tough, Punch Boys, like, two different pirate groups near each other that look particularly fighty. Okay. Uh, Make an
0: awareness test. Plus ten. There's lots of pirates around, and it's pretty easy to tell when pirates don't like each other.
1: Awareness plus ten. Like, like two degrees of success.
0: Yeah, so... It takes a minute for you to scan through the crowd to, like, get a look at people, but you do see at one point a click of about three dudes all wearing uh, really torn-up robes with lots of pieces of metal sticking out of them, and another group of dudes who are all looking very uh, done up and very fanciful with powdered wigs and a lot of makeup, like... It's not constant, but every once in a while, one side will shoot the other a dirty look and, like, then, you know, go back to their business and try to pretend like they're not,
1: you and, know, with each other. How close are they to each other?
0: They're separated by about two meters worth of people. Like, oh, like yeah. so there's a couple bodies in between, and both sides are, like, trying to avoid each other, but at the same time, neither of them wants to let the other group out of their sight. Yeah.
1: Okay. So... I'm pretty sure that I can get the Fancy Boys, one of them, to punch the Punchy Boys. Because what better way to distract guards than a brawl? Firstly, can I do one of those, like, ping if there are any other psychers around? Yeah, go right ahead.
0: That's that's a Senesians test. Go right ahead.
1: Just... Just for my own... Oh yeah, like, four degrees of success.
0: No psychers, but there's a a smattering of warp taint throughout the crowd. Some people are, you know, living less than wholesome lifestyles, you are surrounded by pirates.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm not worried about the corruption. Okay. So... We have to get them closer to each other, because no one's gonna believe a punch at this distance. Maybe something thrown at this distance. Okay. You said this place is, like, old and gross and whatever.
0: Oh, yeah. There's, there's loose rock everywhere.
1: I want to take a piece of rock. Okay. And I just want to kind of just tuck it into my jacket. And I want to go walking through the crowd. Okay. And because I assume everyone's still milling around because there's mm-hmm. nothing happening yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to just pass through that crowd, you know, excuse me, excuse me, whatever. To go right behind you said the, the, the powdered wig guys are farther away from the stage than the the punchy boys, or is it the other way around?
0: It's vice versa, yeah. The the powder the 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 fancy boys are a little closer to the stage than the spiky boys.
1: Okay. I'm gonna just like <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, my way between them, and just set this piece of rock like just drop it on the ground. As subtly as I can. Okay. Right behind one of the powdered wig guys. Okay. And then just kind of get out of that area. And I want to position myself so there is a straight line from me to the powdered wig guys through the spiky boys.
0: Okay. Mm.
1: And I would like to cast a sail on the powdered wig guy that I dropped the rock behind. Proceed. Okay. So, if I if I cast this low, it's just, it's real easy.
0: Yeah. So and you won't do as much problem. damage either.
1: Yeah, but here's the problem. Three degrees of success, I'm going to throw him. That might work, though. So, yeah, no. This I'll is pretty heavy rock. It. Yeah, I'll cast it real low, which is a plus ten to the test for every... Psy rating down I go?
0: Yes. Every every Psy rating you drop, you add one, but it reduces the overall effectiveness.
1: Okay. So I'm going to cast it all the way down at Psy rating one. Okay. Which takes my test to a plus 80, and I have my Psy focus, which makes it a 90. Yep. Okay. I just need to roll under a 90.
0: Proceed.
1: I rolled a 24.
0: Nice. I think that works. So,
1: So,
0: yeah, I'm not gonna...
1: I am doing, uh, five damage, pen two, and I'm throwing the guy, uh, (laughs) um, I assume half rounded down, I'm throwing him four meters forward and knocking him prone.
0: Hmm. Okay, so yeah, you hurl a bolt of telekinetic force at him, it slams into him, hurls him forward, actually manages to, like, split the fabric of his coat a little bit, and it takes his buddies, like, jumping to action and grabbing him to stop him from, like, hurtling forward, and they all, like, look around in shock, and then immediately begin what you assume is swearing in some weird subtype of low gothic at the guys on the other side of the crowd, of course, the metal-laced men respond in kind and also start yelling, and it doesn't take long before the little river of people between them dries up, and then they're in each other's faces, yelling and gesticulating, and then a punch gets thrown, and pretty pretty quickly they're having a fistfight.
1: Silena's so just gonna, like, in like, oh, I'm backing away from the fight, flash a thumbs up at Mordecai.
2: Mordecai's gonna stand next to the wall and watch what the guards do. Yeah, so
0: initially it doesn't look like they're going to move because, you know, it's just a scrap. But then a few more people start getting into it and it it's oh, yeah. starting to look like it might get worse. So the guards as immediate
1: As suddenly is backing away, it's like, "Yeah! Get him! F him up!" Like,
0: yeah, yeah. It I- it, it it doesn't take much for the some other groups are around to start fighting amongst themselves. So the guards You can see Mordecai, like, they clearly don't want to leave because that's, you know, you know know that they're there for a reason. But they obviously have to before this turns into an absolute brawl. So they hurry down the steps and, like, rush into the crowd. They fire a couple rounds into the air and start roughing people up. While they're doing that, I'm going to sneak into the door. I'm here to
1: break your shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um... Make a stealth check, but you've got plus 20 because the crowd is pretty well distracted.
2: Thank you. That evens everything out. Hey. <laughs> um, so that brings it up to 30. Okay. Can... Oh, 11. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You
0: slip in. So what you see is a bunch of junk here and there, like old costumes, some masks and some fabric that's moth-eaten and disgusting it smells all musty in here but the big thing you see is that there is a shield generator it's not a pattern you've encountered before but you know enough about the components to know what a shield generator looks like so really you've got free reign you see all the buttons dials and the input screen that that connects to the uh the central cogitator there's any number of ways you can go about this so however you want to mess with it is how you want to mess with it
2: Oh my god! Yeah, open up, open up maintenance panels and start just.
1: Well, oh. we don't want it, We don't want it to go down until the guy's doing a speech thing, right?
2: Uh, I or do was we want it not... to go
1: down beforehand and then get the hover thing and just? We can't just leave mid speech. They won't let us because we're not supposed to know where we are.
2: Mm-hmm. So maybe um, we're
1: supposed to steal it and leave in the chaos of that guy's brain is everywhere
2: unless I am mistaken uh, Anton please help me out with this force force fields in Warhammer don't they don't leave you can't see them
0: yeah it's you for yeah. the most part like you really can't it's just assumed that they're working yeah they they do cause some like in it varies from force field to force field they they can cause a sort of like you know iridescent shimmer Sort of like the Predator, like, it's just barely visible if you look at it right. Mm -hmm. But a good force field, it's difficult to tell that it's there, which is the whole point of having a force field.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mordecai is going to start just kind of going to town on this thing. Okay. Um,
1: Oh, it's Mr. Wreck-Your-Ship. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. Going to start going to town on this thing, making sure to um, irreparably destroy any of the uh, n- uh, necessary uh, functional components okay. that might that might possibly be like reversed. Okay, sure. And I
0: mean, are you like just kind of are you doing this in more of a I'm going to unplug these things and like pocket them way, or are you just smashing it?
1: unplug everything and plug some things into the wrong things.
2: Uh I don't want them to be able to fix it. Okay. So fair. uh now remind me quick Anton uh Laz pistols uh how loud are they?
1: You could loud. just take all their wires. No a more LAS wires.
0: Pist- a Laz pistol like it ha- is usually equated to like the sound of a cracking whip. It's it's pretty loud. Okay.
3: Or you good could to know re- or you could reach your cyborg hand in there and just go yank
2: <laughs> that's kind of what I, I mean that's what he's gonna do I, sure, yeah. I just wanted I just wanted to know if there was an extra thing that I could do but that's okay no I'm i am totally gonna just like start disabling it and yanking out necessary equipment and just pocketing it
0: okay yeah so I'm not gonna make, it make a tech use test for that I think it's assumed <laughs> that you can oh, yeah. destroy something so you've disabled it and it's Definitely not working anymore. That's for right. sure. I'm gonna get the fuck out of there. That's a good idea. All right. So
1: I I would have been uh, cheering and yelling and just like <laughs> periodically grabbing like small <laughs> rocks and just like nonchalantly lobbing them into the thing into the like melee so it feels like oh man other people are throwing rocks at me as I'm
3: just like tossing them like <laughs> secret confetti.
2: <laughs> oh, and,
3: and
0: and just 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 so for just really quick for clarity's sake, oh uh, where's Petra in all this?
3: Um, she is making sure to stay outside of the scrum. She doesn't want to get dragged into it unless she has are, to.
2: Okay. Are, are you following suit with, uh, with Silena and, like, just cheering, cheering him on? No,
3: she's making sure Mordecai can get out of the backstage area safely and will provide a small distraction if it's needed. Thank you. You could literally just, like, rev your chain axe and shake it in the air and it would do so much for this, but no. No, it's no. she is keeping an There's eye to no make sure that Mordecai can get out safely. <laughs> All right, awesome. so yeah, Appreciate Mordecai, it.
0: yeah, you're able to slip out without much trouble because at this point they're they're just getting everyone calmed down and like, yank yeah, putting getting everyone back into line. The the fancy boys and the spiky boys have been broken up and have been forcibly like segregated to opposite ends of the of the
2: mezzanine just so that they're not going to do that again. And everything and, is sort of going back to normal. And so Anton as everything is dying down and i am slowly making my way back towards the back of the crowd i am just occasionally taking out like one piece at a time one small piece <laughs> and just dropping it like <laughs> So a that a girl I, kind, kind of a little bit more no, more you just cancel. uh more more just like uh the idea is if i get caught they still won't have all the pieces they it's- would literally have to uh, scrounge the entire area just to find everything.
1: Reverse pickpocketed into
3: somebody's stuff.
2: It's like Steve from, from The Great Escape. Pretty oh. much. Pretty also, much. I figure
3: if Mordecai drops one near Petra, she'll just kind of look at it, move her foot over and go
2: oh, yeah. crumble it. Oh yeah. Basically, I am, I'm taking this uh, shield generator and just kind of dispersing it. <laughs> All right. So,
0: things things start to calm down, and y'all just kind of fade back into the crowd. Um, and before too long, there a gentleman comes out from from backstage. He's wearing a long black coat and matching trousers. He has a very prominent augmented eye and a lot of scars. Uh, greasy black hair pulled into a ponytail and a heavy beard. Yes.
1: In case uh, it comes Aaron. up about how many meters between me and him.
0: How many meters do you want there to be? Cuz you you're free to position yourself wherever you want in the crowd.
1: Uh You know what? I'm probably good. This this thing probably isn't, you know, farther than like a 100 meters.
0: I mean, yeah, no, it's definitely or like not
3: 80. Like
0: definitely not.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Petra is also going to make sure to be standing next to Silena, since they look like they're in the same gang outfits, and so she wants to, like, stay in the group.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the only reason you're staying near me.
2: Mordecai will make his way back there, too, eventually. Back right, sounds good. Around you.
0: you. So the gentleman comes out, and once he appears, the crowd starts to quiet down and turn and pay attention he surveys them all with a cold eye and says, Well, I'm glad to see you're all making yourselves at home. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'm certain I don't need an introduction, but for the sake of formality, I'm Captain Drake, and I've called you all here today because there have been some concerns rising among the pirate community that, and almost immediately from the crowd, there's a very loud. Go oh, fuck yourself!
3: And, like, before too
0: long, like, people start people start yelling more and more abuse, and Drake pulls a rather exasperated face, and looks like he might be turning around to go backstage and wait for this to calm down again, so he can take him with a run at it.
1: No. Uh. Well, okay, hold on. I might. You know, no, that's too much.
3: Alright, uh, Petra will actually, once the abuse starts going, Like she knows this might be a questionable decision. Mm-hmm. She yells very loudly, shut up, dumbasses! Okay,
0: uh, hmm.
3: Real for the chain axe. Can I throw in an intimidation roll with that? Yeah, go for it. Right. Uh, Let the man speak! <laughs> Take a... Yeah, take
0: a plus ten. Petra, like, you may be in a weird outfit, but Petra's a pretty standout person as far as, like, people go. She's pretty tall. Okay. And kind of scary.
3: I rolled a 17 out of 55.
2: (laughs) Nice. All right, so.
3: Yeah, so she, like, she gets out her chain axe, revs it. SHUT UP,
0: DUMBASSES! And, like, everyone in the immediate area around you, like, cowers. And then everyone else, like, like a wave, silence falls over the entire crowd.
1: Silena, for anyone who's looking, is gonna again give them the teenager stink eye and just... Jerk on the lapels of the jacket, getting cred to a gang that doesn't exist anymore. They don't have to know that. Yes,
2: Mordecai is just standing there looking grumpy.
1: Oh, she'll also throw her arms up and back in the universal, (laughs) What? (laughs) And then we'll gesture back at the stage.
2: Mordecai's going to crack his neck. (laughs) <laughs> in the
0: silence that follows, Drake takes a minute to look down at Petra, so su- really surprised like his one remaining eye and eyebrow are raised in a huh.
1: Oh shit, I didn't, I didn't see actually. that coming
0: like expression Oops. before he turns back to the crowd and begins speaking again. Well, now, that's better. Now, as I was saying, And that's all he gets out before there is a blinding flash of light. And when the spots clear from your eyes, he's missing most of his head. (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing at that. Uh, (laughs) You're Mordecai, of course you're laughing at that. Yeah, and to...
3: This is only partially, like, acting. Mm -hmm. Petra does let out a really loud, What the fuck?
0: That's really just... Yeah, that's, that's also the sort of thing that, like, breaks the tension following the thump of his body to the stage. And everyone, again, this, instead of, like, an angry, let's, like, settle old scores melee, it turns into a, oh, God, get me out of here, we're all going to die <laughs> scramble.
1: Silena grabs both I yes. guess, wrist and sleeve and just starts going.
2: Yes.
0: Wherever, this, wherever with they you. say
1: this this vehicle was. They didn't tell you
0: explicitly. But the there. the there is that giant pile of scrap out front. Mm-hmm. Head there.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Like, so you get outside and oh no, what am I saying? Mordecai's the Algor Array. Yeah, you would have picked that up when you came in, pinging the rubble. It's hollow in the center. It the there's a small uh, trike style hover vehicle that's just sitting Perfect. right there. Perfect. We're running towards it. So keys are already in the ignition. Petra Petra runs up and just hucks the the rusted steel off of the uh, hiding spot, and the vehicle's sitting right there, ready to go.
3: Uh, Who has Navigate?
2: Uh, I have Operate, but it's a
3: surface thing. Okay. (laughs) I have no Operate.
2: Who's going to try and operate the vehicle?
3: Uh, Not it, Mordecai.
0: Got it. Okay, so what exactly do you do? turn the key. Okay. I don't, uh, I don't know what has. So, there is a small heads-up display on this vehicle. As you turn the ignition, it jumps to life and you're presented with an option. In logothic it reads, "Is the operator of this vehicle trained in the use of uh, aeronautical aeronautic vehicles?" No. <laughs> yeah, a, there, there are two tabs. Big old on the no. that you can press. You tap you tap the no button and it it says, "Thank you for your thank you for <laughs> you tap the button and it says thank you and the machine roars, it's like, the engine roars to life, the vehicle drifts up off the ground and then shoots off in the direction of that <laughs> opposing spire you guys hear the whistling of bullets past your head and a couple of bolts follow you as you sail yeah. away
3: how, uh, just for the hell it? of
2: it i'll return fire with my ballistic thing you get a couple of them
0: like <laughs> i'm, the, the, I'm, the I'm sitting thing.
1: backwards on this flipping them off
0: <laughs> also
1: how is anyone else getting off of this
0: that's a good question isn't that, it yeah. Are they just
1: standing on the platform freaking out while we zoom away <laughs> like, from my Yeah, vehicle no, vehicles? it's like,
0: it's people, people yeah, you can see, like, gunshots going off, people punching each other. More <laughs> than a few people fall off the spire, like, in the mad panic to, like, try and get away.
3: All right, yeah. uh, oh. Petra will actually lean over to Silena and say, Give him a little fire. No, she'll actually say, Put some fire behind the hover jet to match our logo. Hold on, hold on, I can do that.
1: Uh,. <laughs> I can cast it real low, because it doesn't need to go far do damage.
0: Really? For flavor's sake? I'm not going to make you roll for that, that's just awesome.
1: I'm doing flame <laughs> breath, though, so it's coming out of my mouth.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm still
1: flipping them off!
0: Style points. <laughs> Fucking style points, though. So, yeah, you guys sail away in a, in a column of fire. Uh, the, the trip... <laughs>
1: <laughs> THIS IS WHY WE DON'T DO STEALTH!
0: <laughs> oh, I, oh, I'd, like to, I'd like to add also, the sun is just starting to set, so like, the entire horizon is like, boiling in orange and ochre and and canary, like, it's, it's, it's just starting to like, the sun's just starting to go down.
1: This, this beautiful image of sunset, trike, bikers, guns, flipping off fire breath, this is why we don't do stealth! Exactly. Yes.
2: So you hurtle away from the scene over the. This is yeah, our over the our fake exit. Oh, you, I'm gonna I'm gonna start just hucking out more pieces of shield generator. <laughs> <laughs> they tumble away <laughs> on the wind. So
0: you guys yeah. rocket away from the mayhem over the cloud wreathed spires. Little wisps of mist, like kissing the bike. as it sails through the air, and it comes within range of that billboard you saw and then slows to a stop alongside it and it lands on a gangway that's that set up in front of the billboard, presumably for maintenance. It's a pretty big gangway.
3: It so deposits you there. Cackling.
0: And standing at the opposite Even end... Even Mordecai's is, cackling right now. Standing at the opposite end is the assassin. They're clad all in black, in a black bodysuit, and a metal face mask, with, uh, glowing red eyes, and they are just in the process of racking the bolt of their beautifully crafted rifle and extracting the shell before they close the chamber again. And then <laughs> sit down- they- they lean, again, they lean against the railing and tuck the, the shell casing into a pocket on their bodysuit, and then they wave at you. I wave back.
3: <laughs> Petra also waves, waves back. back.
0: They, they beckon you over. Mm-hmm.
1: So Lena hops off, I'm keeping this jacket. <laughs> I'm never gonna wear it, but I'm keeping it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Mordecai, Mordecai steps off and starts headed over. All right. So as
0: you approach and you get within, you know, speaking range so that nobody has to shout, they begin fiddling with their helmet to take it off and say, that was excellent work. That couldn't have gone better. I'll say. Ah, a tech priest. I suppose that explains why it was so
2: easy. Uh, you could say that, yes.
0: Well, perhaps I'm making assumptions, but when a an individual as uh, heavily augmented as yourself Approaches, I'm inclined to believe that you're perhaps more well-versed with technology than the average citizen in His Majesty's Great Imperium.
2: Oh, you are not wrong.
0: Yeah, they finish fiddling with their mask and take off the helmet with a hiss, and you're greeted by the sight of uh, a very old woman, dark brown skin, uh, buzz cut, gray hair, and just kind of a careworn, wizened old face. She tucks the helmet under her arm and then puts an arm on the railing. I have to say, this wasn't exactly the most fulfilling assassination I've ever been sent on, but it certainly got me, well, some fresh air. She looks out over the vast expanse of cloud and strange network of spires that stretches before you.
1: He wanted more. He was probably going to talk for a while.
0: Mm, that's true, but I hate wasting time. But I'm being frightfully rude. She stands up straight and salutes with her free hand. Agent Mordecai three- goes... Uh, oh, go ahead. Agent 357 of the Vindicate Temple of the Officio Assassinorum
2: at your service. Mordecai salutes back.
3: Acolyte... Actual- Petra will give, like, a short little bow. Petra Arsos, Acolyte of the Inquisition. Oh,
0: good to meet you.
2: Morakai Tilesian, Acolyte of the Inquisition.
0: And you?
1: Silena, same thing. Hmm.
0: Interesting. <laughs> well, our, uh, transportation away from here should be arriving in, and she reaches down to a small Wrist-mounted computer and types in a few commands. About uh, 15 minutes, so we'll have a little bit to wait.
1: Silena's going to kind of walk to the side of this platform where she can see the other one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's far away, but I'm uh, guessing I could see uh, transports or black dots of people falling off.
0: Yeah, people, you're, you're starting to see now uh, various vehicles come into that spire, and also the telltale flashes of gunshots and the the bright flashes of much heavier ordnance from some of the transports, and you can hear the reports of cannons or machine guns. Like, it's it's starting to look pretty bad over there.
1: See, there was no way it was going to be just one dead guy, whether it was me or them. <sighs> no
0: pirates as a rule aren't well aren't the most civilized of people that's m- for certain as she's talking she sets the helmet down and reaches into a small pouch on the leg of her suit unzips it and pulls out a a uh, small swatch of fabric and a pair of crocheting needles and starts i like this gal. A, co- crocheting <laughs> a small little swatch of of you use yarn for crochet right
1: yeah Sniper Grandma. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, uh, it's Anna.
0: Just, it's freaking Anna. <laughs> <laughs> to my credit, from that I, I wasn't. That was not what I had in mind when I designed the character. It was only after I'd finished that I went, "Oh God, damn it! People are going to draw that analogy, aren't they?" It's okay. Anna's a badass. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're not too far off. Um. So as so, you're just all sitting there. The wind is whistling. The sun is starting to set, and the stars are starting to come out.
1: Approximately how many meters away from me is uh is that spire?
0: Oh, <laughs> we're, to, we're talking like like pushing. I mean, not a kilometer, obviously, but like you know, it's oh. half a football field. So that's what a couple dozen, all pushing like a hundred or so. I. I'm terrible with with metric conversions. Hold on, it's hold on. Lo- you it's, said it's,
3: half a football field. Three meters field? is ten feet.
0: Yeah, oh, okay.
3: Yeah, three meters is ten feet. Oh, okay.
0: So, forgive us, audience, while we do metric to
2: American conversions, because your GM is garbage. They're fine, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is what is what is the thought, Silena? Yes, Nothing. I would actually.
0: Yeah, more, more importantly, yeah, what's what you what you thinking?
3: Nothing. <laughs> oh just right, nothing, nothing. Math. Sure,
2: sure. Oh yeah, sure, sure.
1: Yeah. And if I push, I can shoot that far. Oh well, my not god, guns! But naturally, I wouldn't
0: assume that you could make a gun shoot further because you like psyched at it.
3: If I if I push one,
1: uh-huh. I can
3: shoot that far. Uh, don't please don't cause warp phenomenon on the top of this tower.
1: If I push one, I can breathe fire that whole way.
0: I leave this in your hands. You guys can debate. Okay. Can, can, if she's going to do it, she, she will have to roll for psychic phenomena, but it shouldn't be that bad.
3: Also, it's... Don't bring attention when there's cars already leaving and could come here. I can...
1: I could literally knock one of those cars sideways. Using a sail. If I push by one. I could cause someone to spontaneously combust from here.
2: Oh, dear lord. It's not worth the effort.
3: But it's funny. I know. Don't I would draw, love to see it. Don't draw any extra attention to us here before we can actually leave.
2: I would rather we get back to the station and get back into our normal outfits.
3: I you would... supposed uh, to draw
1: attention? I would...
0: Take your uh, companion's advice, dear. We're not in a uh, particularly defensible position up here, if I do say so myself, and as good as I am with the tools the Emperor gave me, she wiggles the rifle, I've only got so many bullets.
2: Do I recognize that rifle? Or the type of. Wait, you have, you
0: have Archaeotech, don't you? I do. Okay, normally I'd have you make a test for this, but between Infused Knowledge and Forbidden Lore Archaeotech, I'm going to give it to you. That is an Exodus rifle. An, exi- an Exodus rifle is... And this this is sort of delving into forbidden lore for the Assassinorum, but it's mechan- it's Mechanicum specific, so I feel like you would know. Exodus rifles are handcrafted, individually tailored weapons specifically made for Vindicate assassins. They are part of a two-piece set of rifle and pistol, and each rifle and pistol is individually tailored... For each assassin, based on their preferred grip, weight, uh, any number of factors, so that they can get the best possible shot they can. Each Exodus rifle ever produced is a work of art, and no two are the same.
2: So I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna look at. uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm just gonna keep calling her Anna by accident. No, you're fine. I'm gonna look at the sniper and. Say, your exodus rifle is quite the piece of work.
0: She smiles and cradles it. Yes, isn't it? Though it's a beautiful piece of craftsmanship,
2: don't you think? Of course, of course.
0: Mm, no finer tool for dealing death to the enemies of the emperor was ever crafted. She looks down the down the scope, and like off into the distance. Hmm. So...
2: If you don't mind, I should love to see its mate.
0: She taps the holster on her hip.
2: Eh,
0: maybe in uh, the future. Of course.
1: Are you going to be sniping for us again?
0: Mm, there's no guarantee, but I seem to recall there being some whisperings of me being reassigned to your uh, inquisitor's retinue in the near future. It sounds like you're dealing with some rather hairy issues.
3: That is one way to put it.
0: (laughs) In my experience, there's nothing that a well-placed shot to the head can't solve. She gently slots the rifle into the sling on her back, and then picks her helmet up off the ground and puts it back on.
2: Mordecai is going to look at the other two and go, I like this one.
0: (laughs) I believe that's our ride, and... Out of the setting sun comes a small, nondescript hovercar. It's very utilitarian, kind of like a Jeep, but it's got four seats, and it spins around so the driver's side is facing the platform. The assassin, with surprising spryness, vaults over the railing and just slides into the driver's seat as the car's approaching, and then spins it around so you guys can get in. Nice. Petra nice. will get in? Yeah, we'll get in. Yeah. Let's get out of there. The doors close, and the car sails back toward the starport.
2: I'm going to keep my auger ray active just in case we do end up having uh, folks try and chase us.
0: Okay. Yeah, you don't... No one comes after you. Oh, As okay. you're leaving, you start to see smoke <laughs> rising oh, from shit. that opposing spire, and... A few flames starting to creep out from what looked like the wreckage of various hover vehicles. So they're just
2: destroying themselves, essentially. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Man,
3: I could have made that happen faster. Mm. Probably not as efficiently, though. Don't question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to see you three have enthusiasm for the job. Working for the Inquisition isn't easy. No, it is not. Mm-hmm and then again, I suppose any job gets tiring if you do it long enough. I mean, take me for example. You'd be surprised how much 300 years of killing people takes out of you.
1: <laughs> Probably not as much as it takes out of the people you're shooting.